We are live. Figure this shit out. <laughs> um, kick back, guys. JB, what's the name of the podcast? It's a pod named Kickback. A pod <laughs> named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say, say the, the whole thing. thing. Man. What's up, Kickbackers? Um, it's going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> We had a bunch of technical difficulties, which I, I would expect nothing less on the first show since all this drama. But um, I am no brace new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Each and every week, we write back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and I am at get fit with underscore Jack getting you fit through the holidays. So come get you some, get that body right. Keep that body great through the holidays. Y'all know how y'all get sometimes. Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to uh, make sure I'm right going into the new year myself. So <laughs> I'm the hard but um, definitely appreciate y'all tuning in. I know it's been like a month since we had an episode and I know most of you know what's been going on, but for those of you who do not know, um, I guess I'll start it with uh with the hollow. That's probably the best way to start it, and um to really break it down for you. So now high low. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, my high is probably uh, finally getting to do this episode. Throughout all the difficulties, <laughs> throughout all the shit that's been going on, this is my safe my safe space. It's where I come to feel comfortable, and so I feel good about that. Um, my low is since the last time you seen me, my brother, my partner, my homie, my closest road dog, the nigga I started the podcast with, my best friend of 36 years passed away and um October 24th. And I have been dealing with that um pretty much since the funeral was last Sunday, and that is JB Frank, James Lamont Shelton. AKA JB Frank. Um, we are going to do a tribute episode, and I want to have a whole crew up here that, you know, grew up with us and loved him and he loved and all that good stuff. We're going to do a really, really uh, good tribute episode to him. But right now, I just want to let you guys know what's going on. The gangster geek, the nerd with attitude, the dude to say, it's, a, um, it's, like a, it's like a child called Quest. You say the whole thing. He gone, man. Yeah, I'm still dealing with it. I'm still fucked up. But, um, we can get out a real good episode tonight because it's some shit that, that can distract a nigga. The stuff that's been going on in, in the world today, I can say I'm jive distracted. So 
we uh, discuss all the crazy shit, this Cassie and Diddy shit, the Will Smith stuff, all the new music. Like, Ooh. the new music people sleeping on, that damn Lil Wayne and 2 Chains album, Fire, I'm going to break it down later. And uh, before I get into all of that, that was my high and low. Jack, what was your high and low? Well, first and foremost, our heart and prayers go out to you and your family, Thank your you. brother. And I will say this, um, continue to enhance your coping skills. It doesn't get easier. People tell you that all the time or they're in a better place with things like that. I've been, I've lost someone. So I know that the best thing for you to do is to enhance your coping skills. That's the best yeah. thing to do. Focus on that. Unfortunately, that's, that's what I've been doing all year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, they, they keep giving me more opportunities to work. Like, yeah. like you feel like I ain't even. Yeah. But just know you have you have warriors on the other side. You have angels on the other side watching after you. So that's a beautiful thing. Definitely, definitely, and I, I know they. I feel them there. So I good, know, I know. good. Well, on, on that note, my low was, um, of course, I've been dealing with my father. He he's been having shortness of breath lately, so I've been kind of battling doing the caregiving thing which is kind of hard when you're the child and you have to turn into the parents and you're battling with the parent because they're the parent and they don't want to listen so i've been i've been dealing with that that was my low but my high today you guys which i always encourage i did a do not disturb day and what mm. that is i put my phone on do not disturb i laid in my bed i fell asleep when i wanted to i woke up when i wanted to and i watched movies all day long that sounds amazing all me <laughs> I call them uh, mental health days. Mental health yes, days. Yes, yeah. I definitely had one of those. Definitely need it and definitely feel so refreshed. Give us an idea what you watch. Well, <laughs> I'm an old school person, y'all. So I was watching Crush Groove, Cooley High. Oh, shit. Damn. Yes. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Crush Groove. That's the movie that made me want to be LL Cool J. He had a, a That's 20 right. second scene. But I was like, who is yeah. that? Who would be like, he want to go up? Yeah. So I had a nice day. A nice day. That's what's up. Uh, mm -hmm. Crest Groove. And what was that one? Um, Cooley High. Cooley High. Mm -hmm. it, it, I guess it's safe to say Cooley High was probably your favorite. Yes. Yeah. I remember Fat Boys. All oh, you can eat. <laughs> 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 Whose house? Run's house. Run's house. <laughs> and I wanted, to, I wanted to remake that song so bad, make Whose House News House. I was like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But I'm retired before I did it. You but, can um, still do it. Jive. Well, now, you can, do, you like, can still do it and put it on the podcast. Facts. Facts. I still got to put all my old music, me and JB old music, on all the streaming platforms, which I said I was going to do this month. I used to call November, November, because yeah. I would always drop my new album in, in November. I said I'm gonna put all my old music up. Okay. I'm definitely gonna do that now because the guy represent for JB. So I get that new That's music. Right. That's right. Um, That's right. You ready to get into all this crazy shit? I am. I'm ready because it's it's the world is crazy. Okay. The, the world, the world, Craig. The world. Not just the city. stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week. Let me set my phone down. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Louise. Cassie filed a lawsuit against Diddy, uh, alleging that he, uh, during the course of their relationship, he raped her. He was physically abusive. There were stories of sex trafficking. 
she mentioned some of the violence and he was involved in. What uh, one story said that he got wind that Sugar Knight was at a restaurant. He went and grabbed every gun in the house, and him and his folks went out looking for him. Um, the Kid Cudi situation. The Kid Cudi situation. Oh man, uh, was doing a, a brief, I guess, breakup. She went and started dating Kid Cudi. And he found out about it, said he was gonna blow Kid Cudi's car up. And then Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi's car blew up in his own driveway, which he said is true. He, he said that really happened. And it's yeah. like, whoa. Um, Wale. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I seen uh, <laughs> talking about it on the internet. Uh, back in my, my DC folks, um, apparently Wale was in the studio with Cassie and Diddy walked in and didn't like the way things looked and allegedly hung him over the balcony by his feet. Some old big red five heartbeats. You should have watched the five heartbeats today. Some old big red five heartbeats <laughs> going on. And I'm like, man, that my not that Wale. Why you gotta do Wale like that, Diddy? What's on? Jealousy. Yeah, I don't even know where they begin with this. Jackie, I'm gonna let you take it. And I'm gonna uh I'll fill in the blanks. Where, where, where do we begin with this craziness? Well, this came out and it's been going crazy, and within 24 hours, it was already settled. Yeah. Yeah, it was already said, um, she asked for a certain amount of money. He said, no, give her a counter offer. And then uh, that's when she filed the lawsuit. Like, I'm not playing with you. I said mm -hmm. this amount, not that amount. And obviously she had some evidence because he stopped it before the evidence was being released. Yeah. Um, and them having to go to any type of trial, any type of any any legal <laughs> hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he stopped, stopped it because... Quick. Yeah, I'm I'm sure she had a lot of information because you don't just one day wake up and be like, I'm gonna go against Diddy. You gotta have some ammo. Yeah. You gotta have yeah. some ammo. And obviously she did because did you see everybody that came to her aid? Uh Kamora Lee Simmons, uh Aubrey from Danity Kane. Um yeah. so yeah. then now they're talking about um, now they're bringing back up Kim Porter and her death and how that if that was really, you know, if that was a homicide or if it was a suicide that they first said it was. So I don't know. Everybody that started out with um, Andre Harrell and Kim Porter, you know, the Kim Porter was Andre Harrell's assistant. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the label started off with it was Andre Harrell, Diddy. Um, Heavy D was the artist. Um, Albie Shore was involved. And you see what's happened to all those people. Yeah, uh, apparently all of, yeah, the whole damn label, except for I'll be sure, and I'll be sure almost died last year of pneumonia. Yeah. So it's well, crazy. Well, what they, they, they claim is pneumonia. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, people exactly. always say, oh, but it, it could be. But, yeah, but people got to understand there's drugs out there that can cause heart attacks. There's drugs out there that can cause pneumonia. So it could possibly still be foul play. But we don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Really quickly, what up, Jay? I appreciate that, man. What up, Noel? Appreciate you. Um, hey, cool. How are you? I see uh, she's another movie buff watching right now. It's like <laughs> um, man, I I had a few different thoughts on this. And my initial thought was, like, if he did all this shit, like, he deserved whatever come his way. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, fuck it. I, I'm, I guess you could say I am a Diddy fan, but only because he's a black man making money. But if I find out she's a black man making money, he's <clears throat> killing people and shit. I'm no longer really a fan. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But my main issue was I was like, damn. So she released all this information. And as I hate 
that happens, it becomes a gender war. Whenever it's a woman speaking out against a man or a man speaking out against mm-hmm. a woman, it becomes a gender rule on social media. And so people got to understand, she didn't release the information. She filed a suit in the blogs. People got the information from what she filed and what it was released that way. She didn't release it. Yeah, or she could have gave it to the blogs to put pressure on Diddy. Or yeah. they could have just got it. I mean, it's public information. I mean, she wanted the money so i don't i don't i'm not gonna say she didn't release it i don't th- I, she didn't send it from her twitter page but right. she wanted to put the pressure on diddy and if she filed it quietly that's no pressure on diddy because how would he even know so i think she did tip, uh, you know, there's, some blogs out there. there's some blogs out there that, that'll get some information you think she did it all quietly and kept it a secret from diddy how would she get that's the, money? the same thing that happened with kiki Palmer. everybody was saying oh she's put it out there no she didn't she filed and the blogs got a hold of the information and released it we'll see well i guess we won't see because ain't nobody saying that, <laughs> that about them. but i know the kiki Palmer situation is totally different kiki palmer wanted protection cassie wanted money right. so it, it's right. in her interest to make it public to put the pressure on him you know what I'm saying? Because if it wasn't public, he wouldn't go and give her the money within 24 hours because he wouldn't even know. You know what I'm saying? So it was the, I, I believe it was the, the we'll I believe see. that's why I say social media <laughs> uh, helped. And I say everybody on social media got so upset and oh my God, you know, Diddy's the devil and fuck him and this is men do this and da, 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 and got all into this whole gender war huff and puff. And then she just wanted money. Like she didn't want him punished. She don't want him going to jail. She don't want true justice. She want money. Um, and that's kind of what I laughed at. Like everybody's all them odds. Diddy must go. We gotta lock him up. Yes, Cassie, you did the right thing. And then she got that check and was like, all right, I'm going back in my little corner and I ain't gonna say nothing else. You know, she so she signed the NDA. Right. Yeah, she we can't saw, say you know, nothing else. Right. And, I, and that's what I'm saying. I think that she's she was more interested in uh, what up, Trees? I'm more interested in getting the money than getting true justice. And I kind of and someone said to me the other day, they were like, well, if she took it to court, he didn't settle. And then not only did she expose his business, but now she got to expose her business. That's and true. She has to relive all that trauma again. That's true. I was like, well, she had to relive it when she wrote the damn, filed the lawsuit. But I, to a degree, I can understand that. But yeah. I think it's very clear. And then we don't, know how she's, she would, we don't know how she's healing from this. We know. But if we know if she wanted him locked up, she would have done something different. Oh, yeah, definitely. So she wanted money. Not saying she didn't deserve it. And not saying that Diddy is innocent. I said the other day she wanted money. Everybody was like, you justifying Diddy. I'm like, I didn't say nothing about Diddy. I said she wanted money. Right. I haven't gotten a Diddy yet. Like, I can and tell then you people got to understand, we don't know how much she's paying for a therapist because she's got to go to therapy because of all of this that she went through. We don't know if she caught anything, any disease or anything when, you know, all this was happening. We don't know what she's dealing with financially, what she's dealing with mentally. And the one thing about this industry is if somebody has money, you hit them with the, in their pockets. That's the best way. Yeah, I think jail hurts more. I, I think, but I think him. because I think that he has a lot of control over police and jail and all of all those. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's paying some people. I wouldn't doubt it, but niggas like Diddy need the spotlight. You put him in jail, he can't get on that Who's stage. Who's gonna put him in jail? We seen, we already saw that when the the NYPD oh, you think was he, just he, like. Well, you're, you're saying he would get off. I don't think he even would go to jail. I definitely think he would get off because I think he's paying those people. 
I mean, because they right after the she filed, they they had said, "Oh, there's nothing that we seen that's been filed against Diddy." Da, da, da. I'm yeah, but she, like, she, she didn't press charge. They said there were no charges pressed, so they right. said that was correct. She didn't press charges, which which I which I don't even know where they got that from. People just took that well, story well, and ran with. Like, it. People heard about the lawsuit and assumed that there were criminal charges, mm-hmm. and the police was like, "There are no criminal charges." I don't right. think that means she controls them. Like she didn't file charges; she filed right. the lawsuit. So there wouldn't be any charges if she, you know what I'm saying? She, we'll she never did. know. We know she didn't press charges. We do know that. Yeah. We know that. And we know she wanted that money and she got it and now she quiet. But that's all we know. And we think, right. I think Diddy did some of that shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hell I, yeah. I, I ain't here to champion him or to stand up for him. Man, I've been rumors about Diddy forever. His karma, his, everything is coming out for him. Um, I saw actually a old clip of a psychic that had said, I in, saw that. "You saw that in June," and she was channeling Kim Porter, and she was. I think it's going to be some more stuff coming out on him. I think it's going to be a lot more, a lot more. I think people are going to start coming out the woodworks like they slowly were when this came out. But yeah, I, I think, I mean, if you see. We, we, we don't know, but we think that she got somewhere between thirty million and a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. If you see that, and Diddy did something to me, I'm gonna be like, "Shit, I'm at least good for two million. Exactly. I'm gonna exactly. bust my shot. He he cussed so me think, one day. I'm gonna try. This is you know? with. I, I think some more things are gonna come out, and we're gonna be like, "Wow!" And I think people are gonna be like, "Damn!" It would be truly me. amazing if nothing else came out, even if it's lies, even if it's exaggerated. She just got. Somewhere between 30 and 100 million. Somebody, he did something to somebody before. Somebody coming out to speak on it. And it, if he's really that guy, and he did a lot of things to a lot of people. And it was real. You know things. who I think who else is going to be talking a lot? Hmm. What's to do with Keefe D? And that's in Locked Up? He's going to be talking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe that Puff already taken care of that. Because he ain't stupid. Keefe D did a couple of interviews like, hey, Brother Love, help me out, <laughs> Brother Love. Like, I was fine till you came into my life. Right. That sounds like I'm about to tell, nigga. I mean, Diddy gonna be Diddy gonna be writing some checks for Christmas. No bullshit. No bullshit. Because that Keefe D shit is looming. Uh, The Cassie stuff it may not go away. It's not because I think what I think I think I think he really paid her to sell out of court because. They were together for a minute, and he had her around other people, and other people were probably like, "Bruh, don't bring look. You better handle this. Don't bring my name in it. Don't let. Yeah. I was around you in that club when such such went down. Like you know what I'm saying. So I'm sure he he wanted to protect other people too, and not even get because we we just got the surface of of what she found. If they would have went to court or they would have had any kind of hearing, we probably would have heard a whole lot more because there would have to have been subpoenas, evidence, yeah. photos, videos, call logs, all of that. I heard somewhere where uh, they were saying that he wanted her to, he was like forcing her to have sex with, with male strippers or prostitutes. prostitutes or, yeah. And the sex trafficking thing, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? I think, we'll see, I think they got that from the whole having her sleep with male prostitutes. Um, was, and I'm sure it wasn't just here. I mean, I'm, he's Diddy. I'm sure he's taking her all over the world. So I'm sure there's been activities all over the world. And so. the drugs and I don't know, man. I, it, it, 
I don't know, man. This is a Money lot. is power. All that's all I know. Money is power. Sean Cuck energy. <laughs> that's one of the comments. I mean, I you know, I, I go to Trapeze to anybody else and you know, whatever, but god damn, Diddy, what is your what was your doing, buddy? Um <laughs> whew, uh and shout out to Pure Bond in DC. I drove past there when I was home last week. I was like, ah, ah, that was the spot. That was our DC Trapeze. Um, but phew. oh, and then also, you know, what they had said that he liked, he loved to see her handle big black dicks so but yeah he dangling the wale over over balconies and shit maybe he didn't have a big black dick <laughs> <laughs> this is not funny it's <laughs> funny <laughs> so he wanted jeez all right man I... and seeing that and see that plays more into like I'm sure she has some things where, okay, I've seen him do some things with men. I'm sure she, I'm sure she's seen a lot and he did not want that to come out. Yeah. Over a decade together, she know what, she know what the body's a bird. I think yes. some of the stuff she said, like that little thing about Suge, she, I'm sure it was, that wasn't the first time he left the house strapped up and, and, and to handle something. And we no. just might not know about it. So mm-hmm. she knows where the body's a bird. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So he did the right thing. He should have never let her get public with the shit. But I mean, goes back to that rumor. but I mean, when you when you're in your behavior, you're not worried about the consequences. Uh, if these stories are true, he always worried about consequences because he seems to always be trying to shut people. No, I'm saying he don't care about the consequences, obviously, because obviously he's done some stuff in front of people, from what I've read. Yeah. Um. So it's it's power, you know. Sometimes when men, people, I'm not even gonna say just men, men, women get in power, they lose. Um. They lose a sense, their sense of of humanity, um, yes. especially if they know that they can make people do what they want them to do, regardless, and they're not going to say anything. They run with it. You get complacent in that in that role, and you think that no, you can't be touched. Yeah, and, and then when you find out that somebody's trying to touch it, you maybe you go a little extreme. Um, yeah, I don't want to put nothing on that man's jacket that he don't deserve. I wasn't there. I don't know. A lot of this stuff sounds plausible, though. I'm listening. I'm reading, and I'm kind of like, this don't sound out the question. Um, right. Like, you know, I'm not gonna put nothing on his jacket that that I ain't sure about, but I am sure that he paid, and I don't think he paid because he was innocent, and I don't think he paid because he was guilty. I think when people start accusing you of shit, I've been accused of shit, and I've been sitting there like, me. <laughs> what you mean? Um, and the, the, you want to stop that at all costs? You know, hey, don't say that about me. Hey, um, and I think that um, I don't know, man. It is. It, 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 it would. I, if any of that shit is true, that that's terrible, man. And positive energy and prayers for everybody affected by that, because that's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot. And That's I think we're we're saying it's a lot, but I, I'm sure there's way more than we know <laughs> on both sides, you know. And, you know, and then if she could have came on and outed him, you know, the rumors that he's been gay, been there forever. She could have came and I, I tried, you know, that could have been the next shoe to drop. And that brings us to our what the fuck story of the week, because somebody else <laughs> was accused of being gay and man, <laughs> it's the man.
Man, y'all got now y'all pissing me off. The Diddy thing, all right, I can cool, I can deal with it. Now y'all fucking with my boy Will. I don't like it. I don't like it. I know Will Smith is my guy, one of my heroes in the game. Um, his biography, Will, his memoir, whatever you want to call it, is my probably my favorite book of all time. I listen to it weekly. Whenever I'm down, I, I put on a chapter from that book to get my mind right. That's my guy. And he got a, an alleged ex-best friend, ex-associate that's gone on Tasha K, the most credible news source in the world, Tasha K, and is <laughs> just randomly spewing, I, I can't say their, their lies, but accusations, allegations, I say, of Will Smith's homosexual behavior. One, that ain't our business. If Will gay, let him be gay. If him and Jada got some weird shit going on, that ain't really our business. The only reason it's our business is because the last couple of years they keep bringing us into it. They keep making it our business. But now we got outsiders doing the same thing. I think it's some sucker shit. It's some bama shit. I don't understand why you so... You telling everybody what Will's doing behind closed doors for what again? Like, what's the reason? Another shakedown? Uh... Well, Jada said it was a shakedown. He was trying to get some money, and they're going to sue him for these false allegations. But mm -hmm. Jada and Will lie so much. I mean, you know, it's hard to tell what the truth is. And Will, my guy, but he's a fucking liar. And I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm offended. I, I was offended when I found out him and Jada been broke up for seven years. After I read that book, <laughs> oh, Will, my guy. Oh, man. Kind of found this nigga lying to me all these years. <laughs> I took it personal as hell. You lie to me, Will? Me? I'm your boy. Um, I've heard the rumors about him and Dwayne Martin and him and for years, for years. But it, it ain't my business. It, it don't need to be confirmed. I'm not even interested in the story. You know what I'm saying? Then he's uh, the old boy, brother Bilal is his name. He went on um, went on to say that Jada, when she was doing Hawthorne, she was fucking with Mark Anthony, J Lo's ex husband, and Will came in the house and caught them fucking on the sofa. Now, I, Jada, I know you wasn't fucking this man in the million dollar ranch that Will bought you on the sofa for the kids and everybody else to walk in and catch you. I know you didn't do that, Jada. But it wouldn't surprise me because nothing <laughs> either one of them do now surprises me, Jackie. I mean... Hey, um, she had August Alcina. I mean... You know that I was in the house because that's how she met him right. in the house. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh man. It's almost like she's a dude. You know how you be like, well, I can't say how you be, but when you're in a in a threesome situation and the guy tried to get with the girl behind closed doors, it's like she was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, what are you trying? Are you breaking this news story? Was her and Will and, and August Alcina in a threesome? Is this no, some breaking I'm, news? I'm just saying how she's handling. I mean, I just think that she's the dude in the situation, and she's just like, I mean, I do believe that she was caught on the couch with Mark Anthony because she was just probably like, Psh, okay, she got dirt on Will. Yeah. So. Oh, no. 
I, it's not our business, but since the universe keeps putting it in our face, you believe this shit? <laughs> you believe it? I believe Will and Dwayne? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, you definitely. Think dude, you think walked in the corner? I think I, it might not have been that way, but I, I'm sure he did see some things. I'm sure he did see some things. Ain't, ain't my monkey, ain't my circus, man. But y'all, y'all kept the news cycle <laughs> spinning this week. I'm like, God damn. I don't know. Almost forgot about the Jeezy and Neil Long interview and the Keith Lee getting death threats out here. I didn't, almost forgot about all that shit because it is um, yeah. these two stories, man. Yeah. But um, we're gonna pivot. I, Tasha K doesn't have any credibility to me, and <clears throat> she's already being sued for every penny she got. And now she's coming back with this bullshit. And I think that um, she is going to eventually learn her lesson. Uh, I'll put it like that. But she, I definitely she, the whole Will and Dwayne situation because I will say that in all the interviews that Dwayne Martin has ever done, even after there was rumor that Tisha Campbell left him or divorced him because she caught him with the man, he never said that he wasn't gay. He always said, stay out my bedroom, stay out my business. Okay. Not my monkey, not my circus. Right. I don't know if you're a man. man if you if you truly a, a man, you're gonna be like, I'm not fucking gay. Like, no. Yeah, I, and I've seen people do the whole "don't worry about what I'm doing" type thing, and I I'm, I don't want you to get the wrong idea about me. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying. But, but that's just like somebody cheats, and you be like. You know, you going back and forth with them with your man or your woman, and they're just like, "Don't worry about me, don't worry about what yeah. I'm doing." Like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you in a relationship with this person? He talking right. to strangers. He's like, "All y'all strangers, all y'all fans, stop worrying about what I'm doing. Don't ask me no questions, fans." So that, I think that's a little bit different. Business, like I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. She's easy, easy, Yeah, everybody like, wow. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I say the same thing. Wow, because <laughs> I couldn't believe this shit was on my timeline. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Take a breather. She said, let me process this for a minute. <laughs> like, okay, because it's how he said it. It's how he put it together. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway yeah, people are, now people are mad at Joe Button for not coming out and, and reporting on this shit with Diddy. And I mean, like, one responsibility. It's, it's not his responsibility. And two, if he does have a relationship there, you don't just throw away your whole relationship with somebody based on a story, a lawsuit filed that was settled because then you don't know what really happened. It didn't go to court. It didn't go to trial. wasn't proven right. wasn't proven wrong. wasn't guilty. wasn't innocent. It was just a bunch of allegations and then it went away. And, and how do you... It's hard to be judging jury over that. You can go with what you think. You can go with your heart. You can go with your, you know, what you want to be the truth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, if that's your friend and, and he ain't guilty or nothing, it's like it's looks suspect. But I don't know if I'm just going to just throw you away over something that looks suspect. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you, you're found guilty and all this evidence comes out, then you got like, whoa, I can't fuck with you. I gotta distance myself. I I don't do that. I don't rock with that. I don't, you know. But when you're still trying to figure shit out, you can't come in the next day like, hi, motherfucker, you dirty bitch. You did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, They're man, trying to bring Miami into it, too. Yeah. Like, I'm going to break up with them. And 
Now, one of the one of the responses that she had, I wouldn't have said that in this situation. Oh, what she said? She had said something like she was cussing some girl and was just like, "I'd have Diddy have you on your knees, ho," or something like. I'm like, you might not want to say that right now. <laughs> That's not yeah. the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Car- Carissa, please, <laughs> please. Do you watch um that TV show on um? I don't even know what it's on. I think Paramount. It's called Rap Shit. Uh-oh. It's written and directed and produced by Issa Rae. Okay. did Insecure. Okay. And it's loosely based on the City Girls come up in a rap game. Oh, Steve, I probably wouldn't watch that, but I'll check it out. Uh, it's, it's, well, I don't know what to compare it to, but... I mean, I'm just, I've never been a big fan of the City Girls. All, my, all love to their success and everything. It's just yeah. that my... Yeah. No, when Issa get her hands on it, it's a storyline. It's a plot. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see Insecure. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out because you said okay. her name. Yeah, if you like Insecure, you'll like this because it's. What I love the most about Insecure, it was authentic characters. It was mm-hmm. black characters on TV that I actually knew all of them. A lot of times when there's black characters on TV, I'm like, that's Billy Bob, black person that they created in a lab. That black person, I've never met nobody to act like that before. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, but this is like authentic black people. Like, I know that girl. Like, okay. I, I know who that character is because I, I hang with them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, it, it, it's, it's good. It, it's not as good as Insecure, but it's good. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Keith Lee, Atlanta. I need y'all to come to the forefront. We need to have a conversation, Atlanta, because y'all are wilding out here. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Atlanta. I never knew who Keith Lee was until y'all were sending him death threats. And then I had to go and... Uh, it actually popped up on my TikTok. I guess if you hear a name enough, you know how this stuff just pop up on your timeline. And I watched one of his videos, and then I went back and watched all the Atlanta videos to see who he was shitting on and what he said. And like... He didn't really shit on nobody. He was like, if you don't, I don't, this isn't for me, but it may be for you and this and this. I was like, why they mad at him? And I um, couldn't really figure out why they was mad, but I realized something. I do like this whole people going and trying the food and telling you about it. I yeah. like that shit. I like right. that shit. And it's like, been going, but I don't understand what the issue is now with him. Because he was here. Must have said something bad about their favorite restaurant with the old lady gang, the old girl gang. <laughs> I'm, I've been here since '93. Like some of y'all restaurants do have some bad service. Like let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. Some of Atlanta restaurants have bad service. If you have bad service and somebody goes in there and experience bad service and talk about it, that's not against them. That that should be okay. Let me fix this or invite them back. Invite him back. And give him better service and apologize. That's that's what I would want to see instead of just threats. Like, come on. Yeah, and I think it was the the, the regular community. It was like Nick niggas off back here. Like, nigga, come back here. I'm like, yeah, you chill. <laughs> you don't even own a restaurant, buddy. <laughs> what are you right. doing? Why you, why you, you want to kill this man for like? Come on. He said him and his family was getting death threats. I was like, yeah, Atlanta. Come on. Come that's on. Crazy. Come on, do better. Do better, Atlanta. But I do like that shit. I'm, I'm going to go to a couple of restaurants and give y'all my reviews. <laughs> I did that once for uh, Big Dave's Cheese Steak. 
because I kept hearing about it, and I, I love for the seat sake, so I was like, oh, this is the best one in Atlanta? It's not the best one in Atlanta. I forget the name of the place. It does have the best one. But I like that shit. Like, I like to hear about the food, and it makes me want to go try it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'll go to this spot. I won't go to that spot. I like that shit. It's a couple dudes that I've caught online doing it. They're okay. But Keith Lee keeps me entertained, like, because he breaks down the flavor and shit. Um, he's LA Try Guy. He does the LA one. I watch him a lot too. LA Try Guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Y'all leave Keith Lee alone, man. Please do. Oh. It's just a review, you guys. That's just like what you gonna do. <laughs> Send thre- death threats all the people that send reviews on <laughs> on their page that have reviews that's less than five. Like, come on. Get it together, y'all. Like, don't like what he said, then go try the sports of his fashion. Yeah, go go do your own review. We're talking about how good it is. I don't know. Let's just move right along to our Nipsey Hustle Award, which is well deserved. If it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you just on a map, you on a marathon, you know. So shout out to Nas, Nasir Jones, and the Pay the Full Foundation. He founded with Steve Stout. And it's all about filling the financial and healthcare gaps in hip hop's legacy. So they are uh, giving money, hundreds of thousands of dollars to old school artists who may be on hard times or may just have been a while since they had a big check. And it's making sure everybody's good. People have been talking about, yeah, yeah. People have been talking about a hip hop union or something to help out some of the older cats. Like we found out uh, DJ Cool Herc was being evicted or something. And I was like, he's the founder of hip hop. All these billionaires in rap, nobody gonna do nothing? Like nothing? Right. And um, right. I guess now I said, no, I will do something. And I um, put my round of applause there, damn it, because you gotta give it up for the guy. <laughs> and I believe that the guy, Rakim Allah, is going to be the first recipient. I'm trying to see who, who's yeah. gonna receive it with him. Do you, do you know, Jackie, what, what you think about this? I love it. I love it. I think this is a beautiful thing because we've never had anything like this. Um, and we've gone throughout the years where a lot of, we've seen a lot of artists, a lot of actresses, a lot of celebrities, period, go through hard times, child stars that turn into adulthood and can't get work. So I think it's a great thing for hip hop because it still shows appreciation for what they have laid down for these, these artists, these current artists to be able to do. Hell yeah, and they call it the Grandmaster Award, and Rock Kim and Scarface, two of my top five favorite rappers of all time, uh, receive the award. They also get, um, uh, not scholarship, but uh, financial uh, rewards. Um, so Scarface and Rock Kim were the first two recipients. The, the show was actually the 17th, November 17th, in okay. Las Vegas. Okay. Um, let's see. And it talks about, you know, Prodigy, Fife, Biz Maki all died from, you know, bad health, essentially. And maybe, you know, better health care, better options would, would have been there. Maybe they would have made it. Um, so I love it. This this is fire. This is fire. Like, I, I love it. yeah. Round of applause again, goddammit. And now this is something I, I'm curious uh, to know what you think about, um, because... I've been I've been kind of struggling with this a little bit, and I I, I don't know what I think. And I want to uh, for this or that 
kind of see what you think. Okay. And I wish they would do something so I don't have to keep silencing this because they keep trying to make the page. Be trying to demonetize us. If I do that, they be like, "You can't get paid off this this episode because you played this or that." No, I didn't. I played a snippet. But um, <laughs> this week's this or that. Uh, do you run from early red flags, or do you give people a chance to show and prove you wrong? I run from red flags. See, me too. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Now, when I was younger, I waited for people to prove themselves. Now. For me, logically, at this age, you should know. Like, you've been on this earth. <laughs> you, you've been mm-hmm. through your own tribulations. Like, you know what a red flag is. Um, you're more intuition. You you more when you feel something ain't right. I don't play with that. I'm out. Yeah. I, 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 recently, I had a situation. I was like, oh, I'm out. Nope, nope, nope. Nah, nope, not catching me. And then it was like, no, I was even misunderstanding. That was this, that was that. And I was like, you know what? Let me not be Mr. Perfect Man. We all, maybe we just got off on the wrong foot. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me not be holier than thou and all this shit. Like, and I tried to give it another chance. And I was like, <laughs> should have listened to my <laughs> Now, at first it wasn't a waste of time because I caught it early and was like, I'm gone. But right. after it played itself out the second time, I was like, mm-hmm. This was really a waste of time. And um, I think that's where I'm at. Like red flag is like, I don't, I don't like I don't like red anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I'm not I'm not interested. Now, younger, I was running through the red flags. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll tell you what well, sex will make me look past the red flag and looks. If I thought like she was just so bad, I was like, ah, I mean, it's kind of a red, it's it's orange, so not really red. Oh, if the sex was crazy. But then I started thinking like, like only crazy girls have really good sex. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ain't that. <laughs> and it's it's not true, but probably <laughs> the moment where young men are introduced to the uh the freakiest sex they've ever had was probably with the crazy girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh I, dear God, I hope same women <laughs> look to get freaky too. But um, I think that was the thing like when we was younger. But all men say that. Everybody I talked to be like, man, the old crazy girls got the best pussy. And I'm like, you've been saying this for decades now. Um, but fellas, we got to stop that. That's toxic. We got, we got yeah. chill, fellas. We got, we got, I'm saying fellas, we got you. Same. Women be saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah so it's some truth to it some kind of way i think they got you know bomb sex but i, I think everybody I think normal people can too i guess that's the point the truth is you're only talking about your own craziness because you're dealing with the person <laughs> i don't think that the good person is, is good saying i think it's just made you crazy <laughs> You you may be on to something there. You may be on to something there, but I can tell you something crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> I can tell you. Um, but you, you have you have you have an interesting point. Um, but yeah, red, here, so? I just can't do red flags for me. Um, I, I always now as I'm older, I go by when people show you who they are. Believe in the first time. I listen. Yeah. To, I 
that you, you there's no even if you if you had a bad day or whatever whatever a red flag is it for me like you have a bad day and i'll talk to you you just go off a red flag for me is okay you doing stuff out of character and a behavioral thing like it's happening over and over again and your behavior not that you're doing anything toxic to me but i know if i know you i know you and i know when you're off i know when your character is off i know if you're being toxic i know if you're going through something so a red flag for me and people i mean people have def, 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 different definitions of a red flag yeah. a red flag is anything that disturbs my peace that's my red flag i like that i mean that's my red flag too goddamn. <laughs> i like that because you have the um, your deal breakers, your must-haves, right. your non-negotiables, you know what I'm saying? So you can have things you don't like, but you might still deal with a person, you know what I'm saying? But then you have your deal breakers. Like, I'm not dealing with anybody that smoke crack. It's nothing you can say. It's nothing you can do. It's not happening. Right. But then you have your negotiables. You're, yeah, I would prefer you not smoke cigarettes, but, you know, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um but I don't see, and people love to mistreat you, then come back. That's something I noticed. Yeah. People love to treat you like shit, then and, and come back. Because what? Because they know they can. They know that door is still open because yeah. you have the door still open. It's not that they know. It really is not that they know they can. They know you will allow it. Let me say it that way. They know you will allow them to come back. And see, for me, don't get it twisted now. A red flag isn't. I move my boundary and you fuck me over. And I'm like, oh, that's your red flag. No, because you did that. <laughs> you moved your boundary. If you keep your boundary, you shouldn't run into any red flags. Mm, I like that. And you know, you know what's wild? I think, oh, you kind of smart, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watch you. You kind of good at this. But um, <laughs> but that's real though. I think every time. I have, well, I don't say necessarily red flag, but every time I feel violated, it was because I adjusted my boundary. You know what I'm saying? Because my boundary is, is firm and where it's at, you can't really violate me because you're going to run into the boundary. You're going to run into the so boundary way before it gets to that point. Now that you've opened up them to violate you, they already think they can violate you. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think you. That, that's why you can't let them back. I think that once the respect is lost, um, that's it. Mm -hmm. that's it. Once I feel like you disrespecting me to the point where I'm not sure you even have respect, like, man, that's that hard. And it's like, it's nothing. To, I don't think respect can be regained. I don't know if that's the right word or not. But like, once you cross that line, it's, it's like, like trust. Once break yeah, yeah. Well, so you're you, never gonna look at that person ever. Yeah. Do you think you can earn trust back? You can earn trust back, but not the level of trust that we had before. Do you believe respect can be that's, earned? That's just like my first hit of a blunt. I'm not gonna get that same high. Mm -hmm. Ever. <laughs> ever. So once you break my trust or my respect. I'm not going to respect or trust you. Now I know how to deal with you accordingly. So I'm not, you're not going to get that level of trust or respect with me ever again. I agree. 
I agree. And there, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, for the red, for the red flags. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> right. All right. Now, have you watched any of these shows? Have you watched Loki? Have you watched Force? I, I've been missing. I gotta, I gotta catch up on Force. I gotta catch up right. on Force. So, uh, I'm not saying. Please don't, because I have to catch up. Sorry, guys. I have to catch up. <laughs> uh, so you haven't seen nothing about Force. And I actually want to watch the, the season finale over again. Because somebody said something about it this morning. And I was like, that ain't happened. Did it? Oh. I missed that part. So I got to rewatch that. And I got to rewatch the season finale of Loki. Because um, I'm, I'm I'm into all the Marvel shit. And, um, that's yeah, that's have- Yeah, that's done pretty good. It's, it's probably the best Marvel show that's on TV. You know, that's on Disney. Like the Marvel movies is one thing, but the shows they kind of hit or miss. But that mm-hmm. jump was pretty good. That jump was pretty good. Okay. Now this new this new music. Oh, I got, let me play my orgasm drop. I ain't played the, the Netflix drop. I'm gonna play the orgasm drop. Damn, it. I ain't bad as bored for nothing. We gonna get these drops. He lied. Oh, yes, I lied. Oh no. <laughs> this is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother, you got to buy your own. You remember that commercial? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's been so much music. Uh, did you hear the Andre three thousand? Yes, I did. A lot of people said they were expecting him to go rapping. I like because I like to meditate. I like to play it before I run down before I go to bed at night. I love it. I press play and was like, I'm never going to press play on this shit again. Like I'm just not. And then. <laughs> And I work on the phones, and I was like, "We need something in the background to kind of play." So I had it in my my left ear pod while I was on the phone, and it was mm-hmm. soothing. It was relaxing. It kept me in my zone. I was having good conversation. I was like, "Oh, this is some 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 insurance salesman music." <laughs> but I hate all right, Andre, and I could see meditating to it, and I could see getting a massage to it. I think getting a massage and yes. falling asleep with that shit playing that shit like. The, like the ocean, the sounds of the ocean and the water and shit. So it has like, a purpose. It does. I am not playing it in the car. You no, it's, it's not, not that. In the car, but and everybody's just like, "Oh, we thought this." I said, "Well, maybe this is something he's putting out. Maybe he might come out with something else. You never know." But you got to think. Andre is tired of the industry. A lot of people are tired of the industry. Look at what we're listening to, you guys. Like, come on. And that's why people wanted him to come out. Like, we tired of all this little dumb shit. Give us something meaningful. He like, I ain't got nothing meaningful. Um, but I, I'm not mad at him. Huh? He's been on his own journey. People got to understand he lost both his parents. Um, so that's what he's been dealing with. That's when he stepped away from the music industry. So he's on a different level. He's on a different path. He's on a different journey. And I'm embracing it. I ain't mad at it. Um I'm not gonna sit up here and act like this the funkiest album ever and all that shit, but it has no, a place. It cannot be compared to an outcast. So people, <laughs> people on the internet are like, this don't crank. God just don't, you just don't understand it. I'm like, bitch, no, it don't. It's good meditation music. This is not cranking in the car. Like, mm-hmm. cut it out. Like, cut it out. But they're saying that. This is just trying to be different, trying to be, I, I get it and you don't. You're not bumping this in the ride, shorty. Yes, I am. Okay, you're right. You got it. I know. You bumping it in the club. I got it. I, I'm not even gonna argue with you. But and we know what it's for. Album. He's not making music to make any sales. He's not making music to bump in the club. None of that. He put out what he wanted to put out because this is where he is at on his journey, on his healing. 
journey. So I love it. And I am mad. And what about numbers at? Because he actually did uh, three million streams on Spotify in the first twenty four hours. So wow, I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? So somebody listening, somebody like it. And I, I like it. Right. Um, I'm going to play it in those specific situations, but I like it. Right. Um, something else I really like, um, I guess we'll go backwards, but I'll start with Drake. The Scary Hours. He added six bonus tracks to uh, the, uh, what is it called? For the Dogs. They called it the Scary mm-hmm. Hours Edition. And those six tracks were everything I wanted him to put out to begin with. And I was like, well. Because <laughs> we just had a conversation about this whole Drake thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he did it. Like, all the complaints that I had, he's like, you know what, I'm, I know how to shut you up. I'm like this, I'm like, this, this beat and get this hook and now, now shut up, nigga. And I, I listened to it, it was like. Right. <laughs> gave me what I wanted, pause. So I hang, what, what I'm gonna say. Um, I know Joe, uh, yeah. Joe Button, like, I'm not going to review it. I'm not going to say anything because Drake got mad at him and his response. Um, his initial take mm-hmm. on, the, on the album. But Drake, you were missing that. You have a fan base that don't want to hear all that other shit. You know, you got to cater, I guess, to all your fan bases. But I think the lesson is you go out and try to cater to everybody else, but you forget your core hip hop fans. Mm-hmm. Whoever you forget is probably going to complain. You know what I'm saying? If you forget your R&B fans, if you forget your pop fans, if you get your Afro, forget your Afrobeat fans, whoever's going to complain, but you forgot us, so we complained, and then you you fixed it. Now you can earn my trust again. <laughs> 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 but it's, it'll never be the same because I always right. look at this. I'm like, who's on this shit? Did you learn your <laughs> lesson yet? Well, you got some damn flutes on here with Andre 3000. I need to know Drake, but you know him. But um, I enjoyed it. Have you heard it? I haven't heard it yet. I've heard great things about it. So I'm gonna that's another thing I'm gonna listen to over the Thanksgiving break. Yeah. It's six new songs. Everything else is the old shit, but it's six new songs and, and they they write. They write. Um the Meek Mill and Rick Ross joint project. I haven't first, heard that either. First listen, I didn't like it. And I was highly disappointed. Like, damn, how y'all get together and put this piece of shit together? What? Then, I felt compelled to go back and listen. And I was like, okay, it's cool. Then today I did a lot of riding around and I was in the car and I had it bumping. I'm like, nah, 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 this is all right. This is all right, this is all right. But it took me my third listen to catch up or to catch on. Cause at first right. I was like, mm. tried to listen to a driving to DC and was like, this ain't gonna do it. Um, but I recommend it. Okay. Um, but probably my favorite it's probably the Jeezy album. It's a double disc. It's old Jeezy, man. He in his bag, but it's old Jeezy, but mature Jeezy. I've heard different things about the Jeezy album. What have you heard? I've and bad. I've been hearing some people like, ah, eh, this ain't it, Jeezy. Oh, he didn't got too soft or whatever. And I'm just like, so I haven't listened to that either. Now the only thing I have listened to is Lil Wayne and Two Chains. Two Chains. I love that joke. <laughs> I love that joke. Yes. This, this is better than Paul yes. Wong. Yes. I mean, they got and all, all, all the songs are from 2016. Really? Yeah. They were supposed to come out with Kyle Grove. Damn. Mm-hmm. All these songs are seven years old. 
That's why it's, it's, and they still bump. But the thing is, I can hear it. If you now that you know that, you go back and listen to it. You can. It has that feel. You know what I'm saying? It has that old Atlanta feel. Hey, hey man, I like it. I like it. So, whatever. <laughs> Damn. But I, I do like that joint. I like the um, Pretty Pussy Award. I like the joint mm -hmm. with Benny the Butcher. Um, the joint with Usher. It's it's just a handful of joints on there I like. So I've, I've always loved their collaboration. Me too. Me too. And they, they're oh, two of my, two of my guys. I fuck with Chains and I fuck with Weezy. So them getting together is yeah. two of your favorites. Like what you gonna do? It's gonna be good. Chris Brown. On another note, so I've been hearing a lot about Little Wayne did an interview and his face was swollen and people were like, "What's going on?" I haven't seen that. Yeah, so a lot of people say either he had a tooth pulled or he got off the drugs. Or I mean, people in the comments were going back and forth about why his face was swollen. Some people were saying it was just adult weight. I don't know, but a lot of people were concerned because he his face was really really fat. I'm gonna look look for that. I know he's on Undisputed every Friday, so uh, next Friday I'll yeah I'll look and see if I if I notice something. I tell you what got me worried though, Snoop. Because uh, he stopped. Well. Not because he said I'm, I'm leaving a smoke alone, which we was like, is that weed or what? Are you, what are you saying specifically? <laughs> you know, looking, <laughs> he's been looking sad, man. And everybody like it's withdrawals. I'm like, oh, because he's been posting pictures like up close, pictures this close, and he just looked heartbroken. And my wife thinks I need to do this and this. And then he started posting pictures of him when he was a kid. I thought, is Snoop dying? Like why? Like his his Instagram page felt really somber. And people are like, it's just weed so, withdrawal. It, that's all it is. You got to think how much he smokes and how long he's been smoking. So just imagine if he just stopped, his body going to be like, bruh, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to take him a day, a week. It's probably going to take him maybe a month or two to really, you know, his body to get rid of that feeling and want to crave it. And yeah, all the withdrawals, it might, it might take up to a month. Shit, it might take longer. Right. That's, that's a chimney right there. So it, it <laughs> no, no. Take... Him doing this, watch how much he, he gets more focused on putting more artists on death row and coming out with stuff off of death row. Is he still, I guess he's not still wanting Death Jam anymore because when he brought Death Row back, I would think that's I... a conflict of interest, but I don't know. That's a conflict of interest, but I don't know. Yeah. He he doing his name regardless. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Chris Chris Breezy. Check it out. I, I did like his album. I loved anything, Chris. I'm I'm a big, huge Chris Brown fan because I like that he is a true artist. He knows how to change with the time. He knows how to grow. Um once he's grown from a certain level, he doesn't go back. You don't see any back and forth with him battling. Like he's really on his way. He has great direction. Yeah, and his albums are a little easier for me to listen to nowadays, his last three or four. Because at first, he would, the pop songs would throw me off, and, and then the albums were just long as hell. Then he had the one album that was like 50 songs or some shit. I was like, what the hell are they doing? Like his last two, three albums, I've been able to listen to them, digest them. And be like, yeah, he, he a beast. He a beast. I respect it. What do you think about this whole, we, we need to be banning and boycotting him Cause it's gonna get to a point where we ain't got nothing to listen to. Cause it's reasons not to support him, not to support Diddy. 
We just put out an amazing R&B album. Like, are we supposed to not listen to Diddy album no more now? Like, it's just, it's a lot. I that a person is talented regardless. For me, a person is talented regardless. No matter what they mm-hmm. do in their personal life, I'm going to support. If they're talented, I'm going to support them musically um, or celebrity-wise, whatever. I've never, even with the whole R. Kelly situation, oh, let's stop listening to R. Kelly. Why? You've been listening to him. What, what, you stop now? Okay. I mean, what? Now y'all back listening to R. Kelly. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I stopped listening to R. Kelly like 20 years ago. And I was doing this show about eight, nine years ago. And when we first did it, it was an internet radio show. And so we were mm-hmm. making, uh, I would tell people to send me your all your favorite like party songs and I'll make a playlist of five. We would play the songs mm-hmm. in between these segments. And then we got to the fucking, your favorite fucking songs. And everybody kept mm-hmm. saying, R. Kelly. And I'm like, I'm not playing R. Kelly on my show. And they were like, well, I ain't playing R. Kelly. And this is when he was still popular. People were still listening to him. He was still on the radio and shit. I'm like, I'm not. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm not. I can't do it. And then um, right. JB was like, man, if we knew what every celebrity did behind closed doors, we wouldn't be able to listen to nobody. Exactly. And he said that. And for like a week, I was cool with listening to R. Kelly again. And then after that, it just don't sit right with me. Like, I can still watch the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. And I you know what Bill did. I, I can't. It's the R. Kelly thing specifically. And I think it's because I I was in, I was probably in my 20s. I was in my early 20s. And I met this girl at the store, got her number. And uh, we was rapping for a couple of days. And then, I, maybe not a couple of days, but it's for whatever amount of time, and I asked her how old she was, and she was young, young. She had to be like 15 or something. And I was yeah. like, man, I can't, we can't, nah, I'm way too old for you. She's like, whatever, I can do things girl, your girls, girls your age can't do. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, I, I'll never know. <laughs> no, you take care, young lady. And I was telling my boys, and a couple of them was like, you stupid as shit. So I probably would have fucked this shit out. And I'm like, dog, she's 15. And he was like, she told you she could do shit girls your age can't do. I was like, you don't think that's wrong? And it was like, you watched the R. Kelly video, right? I was like, nope. You ain't never <laughs> watched the video. No. Why you never watched the video? Because it was a child in the video, nigga. I ain't want to see it. You you ain't never seen the video. I'm gonna bring it over tomorrow. I don't want to see. He's fucking a kid. Right. It, that, that, don't, that don't make you feel weird. And I and I think somewhere around there, it's a trigger for me. So R. Kelly is like, Ugh. but I will say. <laughs> Um, and I was trying to find it. I was trying to find it. Somebody sent me a clip. Remember the In the Closet series? Yes. So I I personally, and I don't know where the allegations were at this point, but at that point, I was still listening to them. Um, and I had seen like the first six or seven In the Closets. But when he got into the 30th version, I wasn't watching that show. Yeah. Maybe, that's, maybe yeah. that's when I tuned them out or whatever. I hadn't heard that shit. Somebody sent me like episode 52. <laughs> I was like... And I, and I watched it. I'm like, what is this? That's R. Kelly. This is in a closet? Well, who the fuck is that? And yeah, he was dressed up like a pimp. <laughs> it was the most hilarious shit I have ever... It was, send it to me on Instagram. I'm going to find it and send it to you. The most hilarious shit I have ever fucking seen. And I, I said... I, mean, I, I can't... Well, I, and I was getting crazy. Yeah. We, I, I text my boy that like, we got to re- reconsider this cancel R. Kelly shit because that shit is funny. <laughs> Because he was like, um, I can't even think of what he was saying, but he but he was dressed up like a pimp and he was arguing with himself as the regular version. So like me arguing with myself, but I'm dressed up like a pimp. 
But the pimp dude was saying all kind of wild, funny shit. He's like, um, I'm leaning to the left. Bitch, don't let me fall. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he? It was, it's, I'm going to find it. Yeah. It is fucking hilarious. I don't know if it ever came out, if it was on TV or just some archive shit, because I wasn't listening back then. But it is fucking hilarious. And I was like, damn, <laughs> he, he was talented. I got to say that. Got to give him that. Whatever you think, that nigga was talented. Talented. I just can't listen to the music, but. If they're talented, they're talented. If I like the music, I like the music. Because I listen to the music doesn't mean I'm supporting him. I like the music. That's it. Yeah. It some kind of way in my self-righteousness. I, I, I don't feel right listening to it. So it's not even like I can still tell you the songs sound good. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't magically sound bad now. It's just something in me. But I don't know what that is because I still listen to Michael Jackson. Like, right. I don't know what the thing with him is. Something he did rubbed me really wrong on my inside pulse. But I just, it just, it don't feel right. Um, But I'll show you that damn video because that shit was fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to find it. All right, we're going to um, get out here real quick. I just want to say, uh, Jeremiah Green was suspended for <laughs> choking up Rudy Gobert. And that shit was fucking hilarious. Five games. Go to say on a six-game losing streak. Steph is hurt. Draymond suspended. Clay like a shell of himself. My Wizards, uh, I'm not even watching basketball anymore. They look so fucking bad. It's just unbelievable. And then uh, in football, are you watching basketball? Do you have a basketball team? No, I haven't watched basketball since they act like wimps. They don't know how to fight no more. <laughs> well, you would have loved to see Draymond yoking that nigga up. You would have loved that. Cause they be um, acting pretty now. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got a football team though. The Falcons. Okay. Well, I well, I don't know what y'all did this week. Did y'all play this week? I no. We see. Okay. I know my Cowboys beat the shit out of Carolina Panthers. Her, we, her. we the kings of beating up the bad teams. We can't do shit with no good team. <laughs> if you give us a bad team, we gonna kick their ass. <laughs> so hopefully. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to play some good teams and we'll show up because it's ridiculous how we can beat up on the, the weak teams and the good teams beat our asses. It's, we ain't going to win a Super Bowl that way. But um, I think that's really it for sports, man. I wish the Wizards was better, y'all, but they just not. Um, <laughs> and my teams to go to the finals was going to be what was Boston and Phoenix because KP from the Wizards went to Boston. And Bradley Bill for the Wizards went to Phoenix. So our two best players went to two different teams to make kind of super teams. And I was like, it's going to be them in the finals. But Brad got back issues. He ain't played but one game this season. So I still think Boston got the East. I'll just say, quote me. And in the West, if Brad doesn't get healthy and get with Phoenix, then I'm probably going to wind up going um, maybe back with Denver. It ain't going to state. The Lakers don't seem to have it. The Grizzlies is out of there. I can't think of nobody else. All the other teams are unproven. So I think Denver and Boston. I got Boston winning it. KP getting the ring. <laughs> All right, Jackie. We um we'll be back here next week. Um so I get Jackie two weeks in a row. Where's Thanks. a round of applause for that? Yes. 
And I know you guys um, be full of turkey and all that stuff and still eating your leftovers. So just grab your leftover plate, sit your butt down Sunday night and enjoy this uh, podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. It's been a month. Um, Oh, Sacramento. Burger say Sacramento. You know what? Sacramento is one piece away. They one piece away, Burger. Um, I don't know if they're going to get it or not. If they make a trade before the deadline and pick up something, I, I, I can rock with you on that. Who did uh, Golden State beat in the, in the – no, it was Denver beat the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I'm going to go with yeah, Denver because a, AD playing like trash for the Lakers, young, so I don't see him turning it around consistently enough for them to make the kind of one they need to make. Um, yeah, I don't see it. But um, – this, if you can't tell, the podcast has moved back to Sunday night recordings um, and releasing on Monday. And me, as you know, me and JB used to always say Monday because we was live on Sunday and then on the podcast site so on Monday. So it kind of released on both days. So we called it Monday. So we back to every Monday. And uh, as you guys heard, JB was doing the intro. I'm keeping my brother part of this podcast and a part of everything I do going forward. And, um, we love you. We miss you. Huh? He's already a part of everything you got going on. Facts. Facts. <laughs> we When we do the tribute episode, I'm going to tell you about the dream I had a couple nights ago. Um, I don't want to tell you now because I fuck around and start crying. But I'm going to tell you. and um, I'm gonna, We're going to see a lot of good stories. Because a lot of y'all remember when JB was on this podcast. And y'all remember when we started it in 2012. It was just internet radio. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been a part of it through the years, you know. Um, yeah, man, to everybody that's, that's watching and listening to love him and miss him, you know he's still with us. Don't trip. He's still with us. And um, I appreciate y'all kickback is sticking with us. I know y'all like, man, this nigga keep taking breaks. Boy, the first break, my mother, like, no, this has been a year. I, I ain't going to break down everybody that died this year. But I buried some of the closest people in my life to me ever this year. And, and the uh, break is Yeah, and the break is okay. Yeah. <laughs> no breaks new took a break <laughs> man but I appreciate y'all I appreciate every message every hearted comment every hearted picture um, every note um, every acknowledgement of JB because that helps me get through all this shit so I, I'm looking up here the camera ain't enough to the most down here because I got technical difficulties and I'm not I'm using my laptop camera instead of my regular camera. So if y'all looking at it like that look a little grainy, new, you look like you you're using a, a Nokia. It, it's my laptop. It's, it's just I had technical difficulties and we had to get this episode out to you. So by any means necessary. Right. Um but Jackie, any, any last words before we get up out of here? I know you want to get back to your, your movies. <laughs> well, everybody be safe this Thanksgiving holiday. Please travel safe if you're traveling on a plane, by a car. Any way that you're getting to your friends and families, please be careful, be safe, and get back home safe, and just enjoy your family. We're not promised tomorrow, as you can see. So definitely love on your people. That's it. Give everybody a hug, goddammit. We're going to get up out of here. Um, <laughs> let me see. I don't want to do this. Man, fuck it. Uno, we out. Goddammit. Draw four, <laughs> draw two, skip you, reverse you, reverse you, skip you, draw two, draw two, uno, we out. Goddammit. <laughs>